This is dialed into headlines for October 17th. From CNN, conservative Republican Repron Jim Jordan fell significantly short of winning the House Speaker's gavel on a first ballot Tuesday. The vote, in which Jordan failed to secure a majority of the full House, was a disappointment for Jordan's allies who had hoped for single-digit holdouts. Immediately after the vote, the House went into recess, giving Jordan time to convince opponents to change their votes. The 20 Republicans who voted against Jordan included House Appropriations Chairwoman Kay Granger of Texas, Reparole Mario Diaz-Balart of Florida, Reprendal Ken Buck of Colorado, and four New York Republicans. It's been two weeks of chaos over the Speaker's gavel since the ouster of McCarthy. From Reuters, Israeli airstrikes have killed at least 300 people in Gaza City, including a bombing at Al-Ali Al-Arabi Hospital, according to Palestinian authorities. The United Nations reported that an Israeli strike also hit one of its schools being used as a shelter. The Gaza Health Ministry estimates that at least 500 people have been killed in the 11-day conflict. U.S. President Joe Biden is scheduled to visit Israel on Wednesday, with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz visiting on Tuesday. Egyptian officials strongly condemned the attack, while video footage shows ambulances arriving at hospitals and injured individuals being transported. The United Nations Palestinian Refugee Agency confirmed the death of at least six people in an Israeli strike on one of its schools functioning as a shelter. From the Hill Republican Representative Tim Burchett praised President Biden's upcoming trip to Israel as a gutsy, bold move, but expressed reservations. Burchett, speaking on News Nation's Cuomo, stated that he wished the president wouldn't visit Israel due to the potential dangers. Despite his concerns, Biden is scheduled to meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and other officials to address various issues, including Hamas-held hostages, humanitarian aid, and the situation for American citizens in Gaza. Biden will then proceed to Jordan for meetings with King Abdullah II, Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, and Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. Jordan and Egypt clarified they will not accept Palestinian refugees. The trip follows recent tensions and violence, with Hamas launching attacks and Israel responding with airstrikes. From Fox News, Hamas claims it will protect the hostages taken during the war with Israel and will only release them when conditions allow. Abu Obeda, the spokesman for Hamas's armed wing, made the comments in a video message. Israel says Hamas has 199 Israeli hostages and there are 13 unaccounted for Americans. Obeda said Hamas seeks to protect their detainees of different nationalities and will only release them when circumstances allow. Meanwhile, senior Hamas official Musa Abu Marzouk mentioned that foreign prisoners cannot be released due to ongoing Israeli bombings. Former Hamas leader Khaled Mashal claimed the group has the means to empty Palestinian prisons. A video released by Hamas showed a woman, identified as Mia Skem, asking to be returned to her family. Israel has maintained a blockade on Gaza, and the blockade will be lifted if Hamas releases the hostages. As of now, over 4,200 people have been killed in the war, including 1,400 Israelis, 30 Americans, and over 2,800 Palestinians have been killed with over 10,950 wounded. From CNN, the U.S. secretly provided Ukraine with long-range ATACMS missiles in recent days, granting Ukraine the capability to target new Russian locations previously out of reach. Images of the missile's submunitions inside Ukraine began circulating on social media, confirming the provision. 
Ukraine is reported to have used the ATACMs to attack Russia's Berdyansk and Luhansk airfields, destroying Russian helicopters, an ammunition depot, and an air defense launcher. President Zelensky expressed his gratitude for the implementation of agreements with the U.S. National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson confirmed the delivery, stating it enhances Ukraine's battlefield capabilities without risking U.S. readiness. The transfer was approved by President Biden in mid-September. Dialed In is written and read by Artificial Intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though.